Guy. Hello and welcome to the Sly Guy podcast with me, your big da, Dave Elliott. How are we doing, people? I hope we're pumped in the zone. I am um, I'm feeling good. I'm a little bit on the uh, crispy side once again because, you know, when the sun's out, the buns are out. I'm in the garden doing some shit and not not actually excreting but just doing stuff i was doing some chores today a bit of gardening a bit of weeding and i have a crisp brow now all of a sudden i'm burnt because i think whenever you get to a certain age i over 30 you just don't worry about fucking sun cream or none of that shit just get out and you do your manual labor and you get it done and that's exactly what it was it was manual labor for me today i was forced into the garden by my fur- uh, sorry my wife who lulled me into a false sense of security by arranging for a night away for us <clears throat> the night before so saturday night we had our summer holidays what we we're calling it we went away for the night child free and it was really nice we went to the old inn in crawfordsburn and it was a great time now obviously there's the whole uh, thing of having a very pregnant wife. So in terms of drinking, she wasn't doing any. So I thought you'd listen. If she's not drinking, I'll probably not drink much either. You know, we got there though, the sun was out. We had to sit down outside. She got herself a nice orange juice. I say she got herself a nice orange I got it for because she's heavily pregnant. So just sitting there. I got her a nice orange juice and I thought, you know what, I'll probably have... You know, a cola or something. I mean, be a diet cola, whatever. I like the taste of it. It's not a nothing, not a physique thing. Just like the flavor. By the time I stood in the queue and got to the front, I was like, nah, load of guys just buying Guinness. So I thought to myself, hey, that looks like my kind of shit. I'll have a Guinness. So I got a Guinness. Then I got another Guinness. Then I thought, you know what? Too many Guinness can make you feel a wee bit heavy on it, and you you want to feel loose. So I mean. At three o'clock on a Saturday with your heavily pregnant wife, two Guinness, you know, should be enough. Let's get on soft drinks. Nah, your boy straight on the crunk juice. And people are out there going, man, what's crunk juice? I'd be like, listen, yeah, yeah. It's what my boy, Lil John, and his boys, the East Side boys, drink. Crunk juice is a mysterious, magical drink. And I mean, it's so, it's kind of like the secret batter that the, the colonel puts on KFC. Now, people are probably making a connection between Lil John and that's just in your own head. That's not me doing that. What I'm saying is it's a secret recipe similar to what goes in to the colonel's secret sauce. The uh, judging is all on you, not me, brother. I don't know why they're not going there, brother. But yeah, it's on you. But I mean, what I'm saying is a very secret um, recipe of brandy and Red Bull. And i tell you what, it gives you more than wings. It gets you a buzzing. So I had a crunk juice that livened me up. Then another Guinness. Then we went up to the room to get ready for dinner. And hey-ho, Madeiro, I got myself a brandy and cola on the way up. Because, yeah, I'm P. Diddy. You know, that's just what I'm all about. I'm having a good time. I'm away from my child. And I thought, you know what? We're just, we're just, <laughs> we're just getting crunk tonight. You know what I'm saying? We're turning up. Yeah! What? And it was a good time. Really nice dinner. Very tasty. And obviously, um, when you're away for the night with your wife, you know what's going to be happening. No kids. Mm-mm-mm. A good night's sleep. A really good night's sleep. And I lie in and then up for a yummy breakfast in the morning. And more crunk juice? No, I didn't have crunk juice at breakfast because, again, 
when you know you're going back to responsibility, that responsibility head gets back on. I think that would be a bit of a problem if I just enjoyed the crunk juice so much that I just started drinking it on on a daily basis. You know, that would just be very much a problem. Then all of a sudden, rather than just being a fun accessory to a good night out, it'd be a full-on alcoholic problem if I was just drinking crunk juice at 9am on a Sunday. Let's go to the windows! To the wow! To the wall! To the switch up down my boss, okay? And to be fair, after that, I was buzzing. We went and collected um, Holly from my, my folks and went home for a nice day uh, in the garden together. And I was like, this will be a great weekend, just chilling family weekend away be great nah not not what was on the plan the fun saturday night was used as a weapon against me to do a load of gardening and cutting out bushes and weeding which let's be fair i don't want to do that it's shit but because of the fun fun night away and the crunk i thought i'll do it anyway so that's what i did during the day you know, and I was actually supposed to do a gig last night, but listen, Papa needs to take a summer holidays, you know. But word did get back to me at said gig. Um, my f- again, I'm going to say my former nemesis, the the Nasty Moors Club, were there in person. Again, trying to put a threat on my life. Shane Todd told me that they were there trying to kill me in very much a... Um, you know, stalkerish kind of way, which as we all know by now, listening to this podcast, you know, big Gregory Campbell fans here, stalkerish is of course <laughs> Irish for stalking. So, um, yeah, I heard you were there, guy. And I mean, it's not just, it's not a club, it's a one guy. But here, the message got back to me, Hombre, and listen, our truce, we, we need to keep it, all right? So I'm scared for my life. Don't come take eggs and kill me, please. You know, please don't. Because your boy is back working again soon the gigs are coming there's maybe some news coming at a meeting with pugs comedy club this week and there's some listen there's some cogs are turning some wheels in a motion you know and it, it, it's looking very promising for something hopefully early september so i'm buzzing about that and i'm, I'm looking forward to getting back to stand up and i was back to work on bbc radio ulster during the week back uh, live, live on Friday nights on Radio Ulster from 6.05pm until 7.30. Myself and Shane Todd with the Shane Todd Show. Um, and although it's great to be back, it's a bit weird to be back in the BBC with all the sort of coronavirus precautions in place. Now, i got to say to the BBC, you know, on this, listen, we're going to get into it a bit here. But in terms of the, the prevention, the COVID prevention and whatnot, thorough. You know, they are very thorough. They've got the hand sanitizers, the screens, social distancing, and a very strict one-way system. So strict, in fact, that it could actually get confusing and a little bit awkward. But it's either that or spread a deadly virus. You know, so big respect for that. Then whenever we got up to the studio, there were wipes. I have my own microphone cover, my own headset, which, you know, to be fair, I mean, if it wasn't even to do with coronavirus, that would just make me feel special. I would like that anyway, you know. I've got my wee, my wee yellow uh, microphone cover and my own headset. Ooh, very sexy. Going to have a drink of water, dry mouth here. With ice, because as I said earlier, 
It's crunches. Um, so yeah, that was great to get up there. Um, and it was a really good, fun show, and, and response to it has been lovely. Now, what hasn't been great is the Radio Ulster Twitter account mugging me off. This has been an ongoing thing. The Nasty Moors Club were mugging me off for a while, and now the trolling has, has moved to the BBC Radio Ulster Twitter account. And I'll tell you what, right? It's been going a while now. It actually started during lockdown when we were doing the rave lockdown at BBC Sounds. And the Twitter account kept tagging me in posts and sort of talking about the show, which it should do. PR, that's great. So I went on to see, obviously, because I'm egomaniacal, if they follow me, went on. Nah, didn't. So, being a mature adult, which you all know by now, I am... I kicked up a stink. Demanded they follow me on the show. I said it's not good enough. I demand to be followed. I'm not going to do the show again unless they follow me. And thank God they saw sense and they followed me. And I thought to myself, good, victory is mine. The upper hand is mine. We got what we wanted. Victory. But it wasn't good enough. They had to keep mugging me off. They put a tweet out this week to promote the return to Radio Ulster, the return to live radio. And they wrote out my full Twitter handle, The Dave Elliott, not The Dave Elliott, because, you know, The Dave Elliott, two L's, two T's. If you want to follow me, do that, because I'm having a great time on Twitter at the minute. But they wrote my full handle, The Dave Elliott, but without the at. Now, people are going to say, that was a mistake. I'm going to say, Bullshit. You tell me that's not done on purpose. You know? And I mean, I got my I got me blood red mad. Then Shane thought he'd be a funny beggar. You know, first time for everything. Retweeted it with a comment. Said he loved it. You know, that he loved that his, his friend got mugged off. The most talented guy he knows gets mugged off. The guy, the foundations for his success... Is getting mugged off without the foundations. He's a goner. He's a Garson Wenger without David Dean. No one knew how important David Dean was until he left Arsenal and then they're fucked. So, Todd, you may watch it, but I'm pretty sure they did it on purpose. That's my feeling that they did it on purpose. They're continuing the mug off. So, I'll be keeping a wee eye out on the account this week and see if they even dare to mug me off. There'll be trouble. And I mean, I'm lucky I don't know who's behind the account. It's faceless, which is good, because if I knew who it was, I would make a formal complaint. In fact, scrap that. I wouldn't actually make a formal complaint. I'd report them to the PSNI. What about that? Because getting disciplinary action against you or even fired, it doesn't do. It's not enough for what has to happen. That person should be kept at Her Majesty's pleasure in Magabry. Harsh? Nah. You know why? Because sorry is not enough anymore. People can't just keep apologising for mugging me off. It's not good enough. Imprisonment is all I want to come out of this. For these people causing me embarrassment to my thousands of followers, this is not good. Sorry is not enough. Magabry or nothing. That's what I'm saying. Magabry or nothing. Imprisonment is all I'll be happy with. And even if it's a woman behind it, still Magabry. We're not going to McGilligan. We're not going to any of the other prisons that are no hard time. McGabry, that's it. 
And not a suspended sentence either, no hard time, at least 10 years to think about the offence that they have caused the power behind the throne, which is me. And did I, like, listen, I've bestowed some nicknames on myself, the king of the mountain, for one, but did I call myself the power behind the throne? No, not me. But you know who did? None other than Jerry Kelly, the good one. And I know some sections of the community that listen to this podcast may consider the other one to also be the good one, but nah, I mean the good one as in the Kelly Show good one, not the bolt cutters one, all right? The the Jerry Kelly referred to me on a podcast as the power behind the throne, which means I am the genius, the brains behind the operation. I don't think I have ever appreciated a statement more than that. That's going to go on all my posters, even if it's not a gig, even if it's just a poster I make myself on paint to print to put inside my wardrobe to make me feel good every morning when I look at the clothes that I'm going to struggle to fit into and wear for the day. I'll just say, Jerry Kelly, the power behind the throne. I'll go, yes, I am Jerry. And thank you very much for that. I know a lot of people are probably listening to this thinking that, that, that I'm joking about that. Because obviously I'm a comedian, I'm a jester, I'm very funny. We all know that. Um, but you're assuming that, that you know, I'd probably just have a bit of banter on Twitter or whatever. Not really actually be bothered by what the, the account said. And I won't actually phone the police. Well, newsflash, guys. I would. And I did phone the police this week about something else. I reported somebody this week. I got straight onto the phone... And then I realised when I dialed 101, it probably shouldn't be a 101 call. It should be 999. So I dialed 999. I said, I got through, I explained what my problem was at 999. And they were like, guy, this is probably not the, the line you should be calling. Um, you should probably just go online and register the complaint. That I went, all right, sweet. But as you were, police service, I'll go online and make my complaint. Which it did. No. Once again, you're probably thinking, your boy's getting too old. Why is he reporting people to police? Well, I'll tell you the story as to what happened. It was Friday evening. We were driving along Queen's Parade and Bangor. For those of you who know it, it's along the front, for those that don't. Along the seafront. It's a nice... There's these, like... It's called Project 24. There's these wee, like... um, They're, like, wee uh, containers-type things, you know, like for art pods or whatever, pretty cool, pretty hip, along the front, you know, there, so we're driving along Queen's Parade, coming down from Grey's Hill, for those of you who know it, mainly when I say those of you who know it, I'm talking directly to my boy Nathan Concealia, he knows, so we're coming down Grey's Hill, going along Queen's Parade, when all of a sudden, I just look across at the Project 24, those wee pods, and I see, um, my eye is drawn to this guy, I mean, I think what initially drew my attention was the weird curtains he had. There were this, like these grey curtains, and I thought to myself, "Boo boo, you should not have curtains at that that age." You know, this guy is like a mid sixties guy with grey curtains and a mustache. So that's what sort of drew my attention. And he was standing behind a flower pot, and then he was making these weird faces. He had a very red face, like he was stressed out about something. But he's making these weird faces. And I was like, oh, whoa, what's this guy up to? He's being really weird. He's acting very 
suspiciously along the front. So as we drove on a little bit, the angle changed and I could then see behind the flower pot. And this dude is just there squatting with no no trousers, no pants on at half six in the evening, just dropping a big shit in the piss. Now, if it was out of the way, I'd have said, listen, big cats been caught short. You know, when you get to a certain age, sometimes it's not as easy to just, you know, nip the bud. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes when you get to a certain age, if the, the dumpers call, the, you don't even let them in. They come themselves, right? So I thought that's fair enough. But this guy is, boom, in the middle of the street. at half six at night with kids around, whatever. My wife was looked at. She was startled. We could see his big bollocks and dick hanging down, which, I mean, I know when you get to a certain age, your balls do... Uh, increase in elasticity but this guy like he was nearly scraping along the ground with just shit flying out of him so I reported the police and was like yeah there's this guy and now why is he doing a shit in the street why has he got his full dick and balls out I don't know I just thought it was pretty inappropriate should kids see that like there's my wife seeing a big dick which she's not seen for at least four years I know that for a fact and she's just looking over there so if nothing else she could see that and then be like oh no there's plenty more fish in the sea here with big dicks and then i get dumped that's not sweet also you don't want kids seeing that because i'll tell you something whenever i was a little boy right when i was a little boy must have been about eight i was in holidays in jersey not new jersey just the legit old jersey in the channel islands and i remember i was again as I get older, I've become a little bit slyer. When I was a younger boy, I was full of the joys of spring. All I ever saw was the good in people. And I saw this woman, an old woman, who looked homeless to me. Just like, looked like she was down praying. And I wanted to just go over to her and sort of say, it'll be alright. You know, looking back on it, what a fucking condescending prick I was. And this is an eight-year-old, this full middle-aged homeless woman. Just me walking up to her. It'll be alright. She's probably just like, would you fuck off, you fat little gap-toothed freak? But as I walked up to her, she was sort of kneeling down, looking like she was praying. As I got a metre away from her, piss just started flying out of her onto the ground. And it was ferocious pissing. It was like that big, thick, yellow hangover piss just bouncing off the ground. And I, being the tough kid that I was, went, ah! at the piss bouncing off the ground thought it was going to splash onto me so I ran away terrified that moment stayed in my head ever since and I just don't want the kids of Bangor to have those those um, those memories that live with them until they're 33 like me you know it's terrifying stuff you don't want to see it so I reported them and again what I want to happen to him do, if the police can identify him do I just want them to have a word with the guy nah he's going to prison He's going to McGabry with the person that runs the account for BBC Radio Ulster for trying to mug me off. This guy's mugging me off by showing his big piece during dinner time. Because, I mean, if nothing else, it made me hungry, all right? And I'm already hungry enough as it is. But this guy, send him. Send him to the slammer. Send him to the big house. Once again, some of you guys are probably going, on oh, no, I didn't think your boy would be a tight. Tight's out? Nah. I've said it before in this podcast, Snitches No Longer Get Stitches. And a full episode of this podcast was actually called Stitches Get Bitches. That is a whole episode, as previously stated, on this very podcast. And I'm saying, guys, listen, if you just want to tout, tout, you should be getting respect for touting. 
you know, rather than being ridiculed. Because again, this country, we are a little bit behind the times, as as always, you know. So let's just move forward without and just start telling tales of people. Go to the police. Because, I mean, listen, they'll not do anything about it. Because this happened on Friday, I made my report, and I've heard nothing back, and it's not good enough. And I'll go back to them tomorrow and be like, um, 999 this time, be like, listen, guys. I haven't heard back about the guy taking a shit in Queen's Parade. Any chance of an update? And if it's not coming, there'll be problems. I'll be putting people in the McGarvey myself. But I'm saying we need to change what's going on here. We need to just embrace the snitch culture. You know, you should be getting respect for talking. Like, look at our boy, Takashi69. You know, Takashi, Neun and Sexig, as they say in Germany. Um... This week he's just off house house arrest and he's just out and about in New York City like nobody's business. Just 69 running about New York just like posing places that he shouldn't be. To be fair, taunting the people who will inevitably kill him. But for now he's just out out and about being like, hey, you want to come get me? Nah, whatever. He's there. He's giving kids money. Love to see it. Don't know why he's doing it. It's weird, but he's doing it. He's giving kids probably only a dollar at a time, but it looks good on Instagram or whatever. He's just out, you know, flaunting the, the threat, being like, I'm going to fuck, I'm the king of New York. This And this is the way Tite should be. He's just out and about in New York, like the time Johnny Adair came back to Shankle. <laughs> He's just, listen, get you, to, get you to fuck out of here, Johnny. And Johnny's like, ah, nah, I'm back in the Shankle, getting photos outside the outside the murals in the Shankle, being like, ah, come after me. And that's what Takashi69 is. He's a modern-day Johnny Adair. He's just out and about, flaunting it now. Will he go back into hiding? Probably, because after Johnny Adair was in Shankle, there was even more of a threat put on him. And be like, listen, if you're back at all, you're buggered. And not in a good way. Because some people may enjoy that. But Takashi, he's in trouble. But what I'm saying is we need to change culture to keep people like Takashi69 safe. Let him tight. Let him be a mouthpiece. And let him keep releasing the brilliant music that he releases, such as the song Punani. Such classic music. Like, no doubt an Ivor Novello songwriting award is in the post to wherever Takeshi69 lives to say, well done on your song lyrics, which is something like Punani, Punani Nani, Punani Nani, which in our language means vagina. You know, not exactly the highbrow content you would expect from a quality artist like Takeshi69. Not at all. But guys, what is top quality? Our sponsors of this podcast. And support for the Sly Guy podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who are the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience. Listen, before Manscaped came into my life, I used to trim my body hair with an electric carving knife. And let me tell you, there is nothing more awkward than heading to A&E with your cock in a Pyrex jug filled with frozen peas, alright? And you think that you're going to feel like a strain in the NHS going to hospital whenever you've got like some sort of unavoidable injury or illness. 
Imagine going in there and telling them you lobbed off your three-piece suite with a plug-in turkey chainsaw. Yeah, imagine going up and being like, listen, I had a little stray pube just in and around the base of my... <laughs> They're not going to like it at all. But thankfully for me, Manscaped have created the greatest ball hair trimmer ever. The new and improved Lawnmower 3.0, their third generation trimmer. The features include cutting edge ceramic blade that reduces the manscaping accidents like I had with the carving knife. Thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin safe technology. I've used it. I've used it even, guys, on other places other than my balls. I'm a my shaft. I've used it on my back and my back feels amazing and it's so smooth. This is premium gear. The Lawnmower 3.0 has a battery that lasts up to 90 minutes. And as I've said before, get that full spa experience. Go in there and spend 90 minutes shaving your whole body. Have no body hair at all. Take the eyebrows, take the sideburns, lob the whole lot. If you want, you can do it and it's waterproof. So if you want to do it standing in the bathroom or if you want to just hop in the shower and get sexy with that, you can. And one of the coolest features on the Lawnmower 3.0 is LED light. So if you want to just you know, really accentuate your, your pieces, your areas that you're shaving, you can do that. You will not miss a hair. Get 20% off and free shipping when you use the code SLYGUY at manscaped.com. That's all capitals, SLYGUY at manscaped.com. Your balls and the NHS will thank you. One more time, 20% off, free shipping with the code, all caps, SLYGUY at Manscaped. Dot com. Yes. And as usual, the Sly Guy podcast is brought to you in association with Modest Beer, as always. Modest are on a journey with one clear goal in mind, to bring you exceptional brews. Listen, they're not here to revolutionise the craft beer movement, but simply to add to it with a brand that's both joyous, responsible, honest and modest. If you're keen to know more, contact Modest Beer on Instagram, Facebook or Twitter at Modest Beer or at www.modestbeer.co.uk to find your nearest stockists. And listen, see if you're getting any of these products on board, hit me with a tag up on it. If you're drinking a Modest Beer, tag me, let me see it on Insta, I'll share that out. I'll share that out. If you've got your Manscaped too, if you want to even just put your pictures of before and after, get it up, tag me, I'll share that out. Go ahead. I've already shared pictures of my own manscaping brilliance on my Patreon, which is, is another fun place to listen to me be weird, you know? Get over there to patreon.com forward slash the Slag Eye Podcast with Dave Elliott. Even just search Dave Elliott, you'll find it. It's a fun time. There's a bonus podcast out there every week. There's other wee clips that I've done, other videos, things like that. They're all over there. Get over. This, the, the extra podcast I do is always slyer than this. I'm always more truthful and always give more goss because I'm a bitch. And that's what bitches do. Bitches bitch. Okay? And that's and that's the bottom line. Because I say so. Guys, listeners, questions. This has been a real hoot of a, an episode. I don't even know how long I've done, but it just feels good. Let's get into these questions. Andy Jones, podcast question. With the recent localised lockdowns of Limavady, Newcastle, and some shops in Castlewellan, how much of a smackdown will the People's Papa be left on the scoundrels that causes lockdown round two? Mm. Listen... Um, you, you already know my feeling on this. I don't want a second lockdown. I want people to be sensible when we're out there. Again, Newcastle, Limavady and Castle Wellen. Not surprised. I'll be honest, I was in Newcastle about a month ago. Just when well, all this sort of lifted and we went down for like a walk. Just a day out, a bit of a drive and a walk. And it was uncomfortable because it was just like normal. I didn't like it. I thought it was just too... 
relaxed. It wasn't as if we were in the middle of a pandemic. And I'm not surprised now that there is more problems and lockdown there because people are just being stupid. People, like, here's the thing. I need to put this out for people to listen to, right? People on Twitter, people on Facebook having comments about coronavirus. Dudes who are dudes, do you know what I mean? Just guys who do normal things, having opinions, telling people what they should and shouldn't do with coronavirus. Here's the thing, right? I'm going to listen to the World Health Organization. I'm going to listen to scientists who, shock horror, know what they're talking about. I'm a guy who did single award science in school. Now, there's three subjects in science, so that's a triple award. I only did single award, and I still did. I have not a clue. I killed stick insects because I accidentally left my jotter book on top of the stick insect in the classroom, thus cutting off their air supply and killing them. You know, I don't know anything about science. I'm dunce when it comes to it. So if people are like, listen, wear a face mask. Your boy's going to wear a face mask. And as I've said before, I adhere to the rules. I'll tout. I'll do whatever I need to do. And if people say I have to wear a face mask, and that's what I need to do to get my milk and bananas, your boy will be wearing a face mask. And for those that are like, I'm not going to do it, it's the government. Hey, guy, stop smoking as much drugs as you do. Because you are a twat. You know, people... Everyone, this is a government. Nope. Like, see the guy who is, like, there was a guy, it's like taquitos, um, taco shop, or what fuck I know, taco shop in Belfast, whatever that is. He put this big thing up on their actual account, being like, I think coronavirus is fake. And I'll be like, hey guys, you make tacos for a living. You make delicious food. Fair play to you. You're not a scientist. I'm going to listen to scientists. And also, I'm not going to eat your tacos with you spitting and spluttering into my food. Gross. I'd rather go to Boosham and be called Dude Bro Lad. You know, which, as you know, I fucking hate. Hey, man, guy, you key? Hey, dude, fuck it off. Um, MK said, hey, yo, Dave, how about Arsenal sacking 55 people, 55 people to pay Willian um, 100k a week? Sly guys and not in the cool sense. Well, listen, it's classic Arsenal. Arsenal just mug people off all the time. And I hate that they've done that. I hate that we're just about to try to sign our captain, the best player, on a long-term contract. And they're like, yeah, we're a good place, but also we're sacking half the club. You know? Not a cool move. And hopefully they'll all be brought back because I feel like it was a real dirty, dicky move. And I don't like it as an Arsenal supporter. But if Aubameyang signs, hey, I don't give a fuck. Um, John Joe Flood has said, Mr. Boombastic, semi schlong Kiss me on the butt, she says I'm Mr. Roll. Mmm, mmm, smooth. Just like a silk, soft on a corner, watch me up like a silk. Uh. Um, how the heck are you? Just wondering if you've been affected by the DW gyms going into administration. If you have, I've got a stringer with your name on it. We can come round, uh, we can round up the boys in a real sweaty pump sesh together. I'm sure Violin Mick would be up for it. Well, I mean... If the DW does shut, it doesn't matter. If it doesn't shut, it doesn't matter. I'll still be around for a stringer session. Sweaty Boys and Stringers, that's a movie I want to make. I'll bring a camera crew, we'll get hooked up, and we'll have a full party, for sure. But um, my DW is still open for now, so hopefully I'll continue, because it's a great space. Like, I've been a member of a few gyms in my time. I was a long-term member of a Sporta, then I became Virgin Active, then I became Banatines. I think it still is Banatines for now, who knows, but that's just up at Hollywood Exchange, I love that gym, 
until they changed the Bannatines and they fucked it all up, made it some sort of like sports performance gym. Hey, I'm about a health club. I'm about the spa. I'm about chilling. I don't want to be treated like I'm Tom Daly, you know, unless I'm allowed to wear trunks and just dive into people's hearts. But apart from that, I didn't like it, but this DW gym in Bangor is a top gym and I really enjoy it and I feel comfortable there and I like it and it'll be sad if it shuts down. So hopefully that's fine, but at the same time, I'll come round and I will get myself in a stringer with uh, with you because, you know, we're a team and that's what we're all about. So I'm happy to do that, happy to help and happy to get my stringer on. Cameron has said, if I sent Papa Bear a new Linfield top, is there a chance he'd be swayed to the brighter side of Belfast? Um, Cameron, I'm going to straight up say, absolutely not. As I said, I'm Boy Town, massive Crusaders fans, got up a cruise. Um, and so no, the answer to that is I'll not wear a Linfield top, unless it's the away kit, because it's a very nice colour scheme. I very much enjoy that. Um... I only ever wear it when I'm like putting people's windows in and stuff. But cheers. Um, Connor McCabry said, For a man who loves the origins of sayings, note the time. He sent me a picture and it's of like an old cottage from rural Ireland. It says, Note the tiny windows. English penal laws place the tax on window light. Hence the reason for the very small and few windows in traditional Irish rural homes. The tax was the origin of the term daylight robbery. Hmm. I mean, that's interesting and it's plausible. It also could be made up because that's just what the internet is. And as uh, and as we all know, um, there's a lot of fake news out there. That was the worst Trump ever. That's the worst Trump I've ever done. Fake news. Um, but if that is, in fact, the origin of that term, I enjoy that very much. Still, I'm still reeling from Boytown a few weeks ago and I found out the, that the origin of cutting off your nose to spite your face was about a load of nuns trying to cut off their noses and lips to make themselves look stinking so Viking raiders didn't want to come up and rape them. And unfortunately for those nuns, they didn't, but then they burnt the comfort to the ground, which is really, really sly of the Vikings. But here's the thing about Vikings, not good guys, sly guys. And in a time when being sly was kind of accepted, you know, but nowadays, absolutely niche, niche. Um, Greg Murray has said, well, Big Papa, when the newborn comes of age, what sort of jewels are you going to get um, both children involved in, in a fight to be your number one? Other than who can bring you a modest beer, the fastest, well called, Greg. Joisting on the push cars that would be good crack, I'd say. Now the money toad is back from his hiatus, I hope he isn't bringing you down too much either. Stay safe, XO. Well, yeah, you know, Shane's back from his hiatus, which is weird because he asked for a break from Boytown, yet just still putting out loads of his own podcast, which is kind of like, you know, the shitter alternative to Boytown anyway, because the guests he get on are always um, worse than me, including Tim McGarry, who used to be a long time uh, close personal friend of mine, went on Shane's podcast and told everyone that I had a drug problem. So, um... Yeah, I just want to let people know um, that Tim McGarry um, steals. They have it. He steals. I'm not going to tell you what it is he steals because, I mean, I've given too much away already. But Tim is a thief. All right? So there you go. Um, but yeah, I mean, see in terms of the kids, if number two comes comes along and is a jerk, like I'm, I'm, I'm happy to say who my favourite kid is. I, I don't think... Like these parents are all like, oh, I love them both the same. No, you don't. Everyone 
likes people more than another person. Like, you definitely go, nah, I prefer... And I'm certainly going to be able to tell you that I like one child more than the other. And I'll update it every week to keep people in the loop. Because that's important. The Norfolk Pines have said, if you could play a villain in any movie of the last 20 years, which movie villain and why? Mm. That's really tough. Um, I was going to say straight off the bat, Hannibal Lecter from The Science of the Lambs, because I like to speak like this, Clarice. A census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice little Chianti. I like to do that, you know. Um, but another character, like, and here's another film that I thought was 10 out of 10. And then I actually put it to the back of my mind as to go, nah, fuck that shit. Because when I watched the sequel, it sucked dick. And that was Sin City. I loved that shit. See that yellow bastard character? Horrendous. The characters in Sin City were awful, but also great. And it was just a great, great show. And I'd love to watch that again. Elisha Wood's character in that was one of the most creepy, horrendous villains in a film ever. But it was great. But yeah, I, I would want, I'd want to play Hannibal Lecter because I like doing this voice. Why don't you ask me another question, Clarice? Is this creepy to listen to in your ears? your way to work of a day I've never actually really tried that Hannibal voice too long but I think it's pretty good don't you <laughs> oh no that was getting a wee bit deep there thankfully Mark's come in with a question to lower the tone who's got the biggest dick you've ever seen live um, I actually do know this answer and I can answer it pretty comfortably um, it was a guy I went to school with who um who was called, I mean, I'm not going to tell you the guy's name because I think it's fairly sly, but what I will say is his nickname was the Elfman, which is quite um, ironic when you see the piece on him. What happened? I was totally caught off guard with this piece as well. He was a small guy, um, looked kind of like an elf, hence the name, the Elfman. So we just, I always went in the toilet, walked up beside him, saw he was there, I was like, all right, mate. And then he just looked at me and he went, oh, and he doesn't speak like that, he's a posh guy. He just went, oh, and then just, as you always do, you take a glance down. The guy's standing with his two hands on his dick, you know, on above each other, holding this fucking meaty vegetable roll. Just this fucking bucket and piss into the urinal like nobody's business. He's, I was like, oh, shit. And I just went straight out to the common room, as you do, and I went to the front of the class, like, Bad guys, the elf man, huge dick on him. Ladies, guys, whatever you're into, if you're into big dicks, get yourselves out there and get hooked up with this guy, because that's what you used to do in school. Remember, it used to be appropriate to do stuff like that, like stuff you can't do in the normal world you could do at school, like talk about guys having big dicks, try to hook people over. You know, if effectively pimping children out when you were at school, because you were a child and you're just pimping people out, would you see my mate, you fuck this elf guy, work away. Do you know what I mean? And like, school was the only place where you could go for a night out and actively finger somebody in public, you know, get get jacked off when you're on a dance floor. It's, it's 16, that was just the done thing. Can't do that anymore for obvious reasons, because it's criminally illegal. And if I see you doing it or see anybody doing anything gross and indecent like that, I will report you, as you know, already to the PSNI. I get myself really worked up. Oh, Nathan Concilia, my friend, my, my Italian, my, my mobster friend, my, my, my top dog. 
has said, Hello, Dave. Hello, Dave. I like your reference there, Nathan. Um, just wondering this week if you've ever considered getting any tattoos. I don't know why I sound like Graham McDowell there, if you get any tattoos. Um, my partner got a sweet piece. <laughs> oh, no, sorry. My partner got a sweet piece of work done this week and it reignited my itch to get more. Also, what would the Sly Army get tattooed on them to recognize each other? Like those Masonic Satanist guys. Um, I mean, what you could you could just get the logo Sly Guy Podcast on your body. That would be pretty sick. If anyone did that, you'd be a Sly Hard forever and just get anything I ever do for free going forward because that would just be mental. Um, but I mean, you could probably get something. Just get the power behind the throne. Everyone know that, the king of the mountain, anything like that. Or just like a smile, like a silhouette smile, just a gap tooth. Like just me, my gap teeth, just do that. It would just be something subtle. Or else SG, something like that on you. And then people would know. But if anyone gets a Sly Guy logo tattooed on them, any merch that I ever have, I will just send you for free. Any gigs I ever do, use your VIP for anything I ever get, you just, you just can have access to because that would be some serious cool shit. Unless, of course, you're the guy who outside Queen's Parade was taking a shit in front of the kids. You're taking a shit in front of the kids. That's not what I'm about. I don't want people shitting in front of children at half six. I'm not saying it was you, Nathan, because I know you. I've seen you about banger, and I know you're about better things than that, so I wouldn't say it was you. Weird question on Instagram to finish it off. Uh, the name is none other than The Gay Cousin. Um, now, I mean, I, my cousin, I don't think he's gay, but if he was, this is a pretty... Dope way to come out. Said, how irritating can Shane Todd get? I mean, the answer is just simply very. You know, he can be a very annoying guy trying to arrange anything. Very annoying. And how was his radio song singing career? I don't know. Because he keeps doing these weird wee songs on his Instagram. And I keep telling him he's got to stop. People keep encouraging him. But I just say, listen, you've got to stop. And you stop doing this terrible singing. You think you have a good voice but you don't have a good voice. It's not like me, the voice of an angel, Craig David point two, you know? On my way to see my friends who lived a couple of blocks away from me. Uh. What about that? Fuck you, Shane. Guys, this is the end of the podcast for this week. I don't know what it, what it has been like today. It's been very odd. What I want to say again is if you've enjoyed this episode, share it in your Instagram stories. Make a wee comment on it, you know? Just let people know what's going on. Tell me a bit you like, whatever. Just say, look, check out this, listen to the bit about whatever. You know, share it out, retweet it. And by the way, Twitter's popping off the minute. I'm putting tweets out left, right and centre. I'm putting tweets out like I'm dishing out money and my name's Takashi69 and I'm in the Bronx. You know, that's what's what's happening over there. So follow me over on Twitter if you don't already. It's the Dave Elliott because Dave Elliott comedy is too long and Twitter won't have it. Pieces of shit. So the Dave Elliott... um, and also follow Radio Ulster to see if there's any more beef coming my way because I think they're at it and there's going to be trouble and I will lodge a, a complaint with the police about it, you know. So do that. Get your balls shaved, Manscaped Sly Guy, all caps at manscaped.com and check out Modest Beer, www.modestbeer.co.uk and check out at Modest Beer on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. And guys... Rate and review the podcast too if you enjoy it. If you think this is if this is your shit, if this is as I say and a lot of people say and the listeners say the most underrated podcast in the country, let's change that. 
let's fucking get a change and let's just have a ball this was a fun podcast today i enjoyed ranting i enjoyed being bitter i enjoyed being sly and this is why it's a sly guy podcast guys take care of yourselves i'll be back next week get over to patreon for the bonus episode out every wednesday more bullshit like this more bullshit than you can shake a stick at or whatever you shake you know just shake something at that and i'll see you next week take care bye